Welcome, everyone, to Not Playing to Win. It's a board game podcast for miners and gem collectors and dwarves, I guess. Today, we're going on a grand adventure in search of gems. My name is Kate, and with me is Arizona. Hi! And Sarah. Hello. Gems! Gems, I love them. Sparkle! My precious. <laughs> we love how they sparkle and shine, glimmery, gorgeous, plastic because <laughs> obviously the plastic game component gems are much more exciting than They're like just so real beautiful gems. well honestly also, who can afford real gems yeah well, i mean yeah honestly if you ask me about real gems i'd be like why would i waste my money on those but plastic board game <laughs> component gems oh baby <laughs> i probably shouldn't took too loud otherwise patty's gonna have a ring to take back from me and replace with a plastic one <laughs> what if just glued what if you just glued a gem from like quartz onto a ring <laughs> i mean i couldn't hold it against him <laughs> funny it would look too much like a ring pop (laughs) oh yeah it would just make me hungry all the time (laughs) those are also good gems in terms of gems that i like plastic plastic (laughs) made out of like the fuckable material i don't know (laughs) fuckable material sorry edible is the board i was looking for (laughs) one of my top objects made of suckable materials (laughs) Our first game for this theme is Quartz. Quartz is made by Passport Games, plays three to five players, and takes 45 to 60 minutes. Um, In this game, you are dwarves, and you're mining the deeps for gemstones. You get a bag full of different colored gems, and they have different rarity and point values. It's like the best gem is, I think, gold and then red and then there's like a whole bunch and the like least goodest gem and the one that has the most in the bag is clear gems. And they, of course, have names like, I don't know, quartz and uh, amethyst and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) There's amber emeralds. I'm more good at just knowing colors than I am at knowing names of things, so. Yeah, I just call them by the colors always. Yeah. There's also bad gems, which are black and they are coal. And if you get two of them, you will break your minecart. I always assume that instead of like actual coal, that these must be like made of fucking like dark matter. So it's just like two little <laughs> nuggets and it just breaks your minecart like your so shit. bad that you can't even move it. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I guess thematically, maybe it's a little weird. <laughs> I always thought it was like dragon glass because it's black and it just yeah. always, I don't know, maybe because I just it's always some sort of thrones, super like, hard <laughs> material that breaks your axe. Gem <laughs> that breaks your axe. <laughs> anyway, you play this game over five rounds, and each round you can. You either will get to leave the mine, or you might break your axe, essentially. Break your... Do you break your axe, or do you break the mine cart? No, I think you just break the cart. You break the cart. Each round, you're trying to get out of the mine with 
gems and without breaking your cart. At the end of each round, you get points for the gems that you get out with, and there are multipliers, essentially, for if you get, like, a set of all the colors, or, like, if you get three or four of a kind, you get, like, a multiplier on a different gem color. There are also cards that you can play, which help you get more gems, or exchange gems, or you can steal, um, and defensive ones that help you, like, block stealing. So, basically... For each turn, you just have a choice of whether you mine a gem, so take one gem from the bag and put it in your cart, or use a card, or you can leave the mine. And if you leave the mine voluntarily, you get a bonus, like a card and some extra money, but it's not like very much. And it's basically like a press your luck game. You want to stay in the mine as long as you can and get as many gems as you can, but you're always at risk of breaking your cart. And it's real hard to leave when you know I can't, you could get more gems. I can't just gems. leave that knowing there are more gems in there. I know, especially, like, if you have something that's pretty good. Like, if you have, like, almost, like, a set that'll get you a multiplier or something. It's, like, so hard to, to get out, even though maybe it would be better <laughs> to leave. I don't know. I This game is one of my favorites. It's really... F- it feels fast to play, even though I think 45 to 60 minutes is accurate. Yeah, it um, feels faster <clears throat> just because I'm so involved in it. Yeah. Emotionally. Yeah. And I, it's, you play with like the money you accumulate is secret. So like I'm always trying to figure out who's winning and hurt them because you can give away like your coal sometimes to other people and break their cart. So it's, it does have like some back and forth like competitive play to it. The gems are beautiful. I love them. They're so satisfying to dig your hand through. (laughs) I love digging through that bag and all the gems are shaped exactly the same. But I love digging through it anyway. Trying to feel. Trying to feel like you know. This one one feels like coal and I'm not going to pick it. I like to think that I can feel what the colors are. Mm -hmm. Like this one feels. I remember it's obsidian. That's how I always think that they are. I Like this one feels like it's obsidian. Oh, obsidian. That makes more sense because it's not. Yeah. Coal is soft. Obsidian is like a hard, (laughs) a very hard rock. Yes. Well, either way, I don't think it's going to break your cart. Maybe not. No, probably not. But I was just like sticking your hand into that bag and just reaching around. It's like so Mm -hmm. satisfying. Yeah. And then you pull out and you're like, God damn it. I broke my stupid mind cart. Yeah. Why did I think I could press my luck? That's the thrill of like pressing my luck and delving too deep into the <laughs> into the mine is hard to resist. <laughs> oh, and I forgot, like, at the end, if you're the very last person in the mine and everyone else has left or broken their carts, you get to choose whether you get out and you get, like, a card and you'll get, like, three coins or something, or you can stay and try to mine three times. Which is obviously, like, the one to do. It's hard not to, but if you have, <laughs> if you already have some obsidian in your cart and you're like I could break my cart doing this like right away but like it's so hard to resist the allure of getting three more gem pulls <laughs> anyway <laughs> other than the beautiful gems the art on the cards is pretty cute it's sort of got cute dwarves doing shenanigans yeah it's good and dwarfy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I like the I like the cover of the game too. It has like a nice dwarf with a shiny rock on it. Like he looks <laughs> like he feels the allure of that shiny rock <laughs> the same way that I do. Um, and the play mats for each character are shaped like a little mine cart, which is really cute. I love having my little cart. Yeah, and on one side it has like all the values of the gems for when you get out and you sell your stuff, and on the other it's sort of just like a plain cart. And I think you're supposed to flip it. You're not supposed to flip it to the like selling side until you're selling your gems so you also when you break your cart you get a little token that is a book called <laughs> mining for dummies which i think is really cute and clever and it has the effect of that like if you on the next round you can use it to get rid of one of your obsidians so it's like mm-hmm. a get out of jail free ish thing and you know supposedly if you are real bad at mining you can read up and get better at it mm-hmm. I don't know that that's true. <laughs> Sometimes I've played this game and I've gotten mining for dummies like Every three times day. in a row. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to just collect the full library? I thought that was the point. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I have some like favorite cards that you can play too for this game. Like, here we go, which has to be accompanied by singing, here we go, one, one more time. time. Everybody's feeling fine. Here, here we, we go, go now. Yes, 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 here, here we go. We go. <laughs> Actually, I feel like last time I played this, I think I remembered you telling us that we have to stop singing that. <laughs> going, yes, yes, here we because go. Because it's like impossible it's once like you start. Everyone just does it all the time, even when they're not playing the card. But <laughs> the card is my favorite because you get to draw three gems and, and put back any put obsidian, back any obsidian mm-hmm. without consequences. So that's like a good card. And also I like give me a hand here, which is that you pick someone else and they mine two gems and you get to keep one and they get to keep one. Which is a great time to play the I'm on break. I'm on yeah. break. <laughs> but you never if you play the give me a hand here, you never have to take an obsidian. Even if they draw two obsidian, you could just be like, nope, sorry. But yeah. you can like if it works out perfectly, like you can get a good gem and you can fuck over the other person. Mm-hmm. In terms of Extras and expansions for this. Broken Token makes a really cool insert where there are tiny 3D minecarts that you store the coins in, which God, are adorable. really, really cute. I can't believe this is the first I'm hearing of this. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I looked up, I especially like looked up what else you could get for this game because I knew there was like an ex, there was not an expansion, but there's a rebrand. But I was looking up all the things that you could do and I was like, this is so cute, these little minecarts. And I just want to put my little gems in them and have like a little photo shoot of me <laughs> stealing gems. And you could use That's the pickaxe so from a, you could like get the pickaxe from Bling Bling Gemstone that we'll talk about later. And you could like <laughs> oh, put it next to your little mind. Yeah, heart. wouldn't it be cute? Cute. <laughs> anyway, there's also this game has um, a rebrand, which is called Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, a gemstone mining game. Clever title. A long name. Yeah, I think Quartz is a better Quartz title. Quartz is a little snappier, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's exactly the same game, but it is Disney themed. So it has a Snow White and the Seven Dwarves theme, which just means that the cards have pictures of the of the dwarves from Snow White on it, essentially. And I think there's like some of the tokens have stuff. Oh, and the money is not money. It's pie, which is weird. <laughs> Because I guess she makes pie in the movie. So the dwarves just, like, bring back their gems and trade them in for pie? I don't know. I think that the original card art is superior, and the name, obviously, is better. Quartz versus 
blah, 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 blah. But I guess if you're real into Disney stuff, it, it it's still exactly the same game. So it's still a great game. And if you like Disney that much, you might as well go for it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I just, I love Quartz so much that I don't understand why I would change the theme of Quartz. Because there's no, I mean, the theme is just, it's the same theme. You're still dwarf mining for crystals. You're just one of these. You're just a specific dwarf from Snow White. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. It's like the same. It's exactly the same. I don't see much difference, but I already own the original Quartz, and I see no reason why I would go out and get mm-hmm. a different copy. Which is funny, because wasn't Quartz, like, the first game you bought at, like, your first Gen Con trip? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. It was, like, we we demoed it, and I was like, this game is great, and it has little gems, and it was cheaper than I thought it would be. I think it was only, like, 30 bucks or something, and I was like, sold. I am taking this game home right now. <laughs> and I stand by that decision to this day. I've played oh. this game so many times. We've played this a lot. It's a very good game. It's in terms of like replayability, like yeah. we've played it a lot and mm-hmm. like it's easy to teach new people yeah. who aren't like familiar with games. Just like, cause basically it's just like, oh, on your turn, you play a card or you grab a gem out of the bag. Everyone understands and, like, this game because everyone it. understands the, like, lust for gems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The lust for gems is universal amongst all people. Do you guys have a favorite part of this game? I love and hate pressing my luck. I mm. don't know if I actually won Quartz. I've played Quartz a lot, yeah. but I'm not good at mining. I get Frequently, I'm quite familiar with mining for dummies. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read it a lot, haven't learned anything from it. Um, I always think I'm going to do good, and then, like, I have one good round, and then someone, like, let's say Sarah, decides to target me because of my one good round. Why are you saying and me? Then... I don't think that this is a game where I'm specifically out to get you. <laughs> I think you've mentioned, like, oh, Arizona had a good well, round. Not, like... And then it's like, <laughs> oh, I had one good round, but do you remember those other three days where I broke my axe and I didn't get any money? I feel like compared to other games we play, I compared don't specifically target no, you on this Because one. I don't win much. I'm Maybe. usually not a threat in this game. Maybe that's why. <laughs> I think that's why. It's because I'm usually not a threat in this game because I try to push my luck too much and it doesn't pan out for me. Yeah. But I always think that maybe this time will be different. Yeah. It hasn't worked for me so far, but I like that in this game, it gives me the hope that yeah. I might win it someday, <laughs> that I might, you know, <laughs> do good. <laughs> it inspires me. I don't think I've ever won this game either. <laughs> I don't think I've won this game. But my favorite part is just using the, like, react cards anyway, so I don't really care if I win, if I can just be like, this isn't yours! Or oh, if someone yeah. tells me that my thing isn't mine, I can be like, it isn't yours either! I yeah. love when there's, like, a chain of someone trying to pass an obsidian around, like... Not mine either. Because there'll be, like, a someone oh, who's, yeah, like, it. Not giving it to you, and then, yeah, you're like, not mine either, and so it passes to someone else, and passes to someone else, and passes to somebody else. <laughs> Until one sad sap breaks their cart, and it's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite part of this game is honestly just mining the gems like i love sticking my hand in that bag and rustling around (laughs) and grabbing a gem and like it's so that moment where you pull out a gem and you don't know if it's good or bad is like it's it's probably what gamblers feel (laughs) (laughs) gives you a little rush every time Our next game is Splendor. This is a game about clacky, clacky gems. (laughs) And I just read the rule book for probably the first time today. And they had this to say about the theme, which I learned for the very first time. (laughs) In Splendor, you take on the role of a rich merchant during the Renaissance. You will use your resources to acquire mines, transportation, and artisans who allow you to turn raw gems into beautiful jewels. Oh, I didn't... 
know that. <laughs> I I knew, I guess I assumed the Renaissance merchant part based on the pictures of the lords and ladies, but I didn't know there was any other purpose to it besides just a- acquiring gems. Yeah. <laughs> transportation methods? Like, how was I supposed to infer that I'm acquiring transportation Maybe methods? Maybe there's pictures. Are there pictures on the card besides So I went, the- I went back to look at the cards. So, like, the level one cards, there are a lot of, like, mines and stuff. So, mm-hmm. that's fine. Um, the level two cards does have boats. Um, oh. It's got, like, elephants and little, like, uh, backpacks. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, a caravan of camels. But that's also the one where just, like, there's just, like, that Sean Bean card. And there's, like, what the box Sean art card. card. You know, the one that looks exactly like Sean Bean. <laughs> no, I, I think about. I do. I think I do know which card you're talking about. <laughs> You'll have to show it on the website. <laughs> and then the level three cards are mostly fancy cities. And some of them are just, like, pretty buildings. Or, yeah, like, I... um, like St. Basil's Cathedral is one of them. And, like, a couple of those have, like, a little jewelry store in the corner. So I guess that's, like, getting to sell them. But not all of them do. So, uh, I don't know. Now that you tell me about this, I can sort of picture the cards in my head and be like, yeah, maybe. But it never would have occurred to me that there was a theme across the, like, levels that they actually I'm, meant no. something. I'm going to be theme of this game is that you have gems and you use them to get more gems, which you use to get even more gems. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, I feel a little bad now for whoever did the art on the cards because, like, I look at what gem it is and what gems I need to purchase Mm -hmm. the card and I have, like, never acknowledged that there's a picture on the card and I feel a little bit bad to whoever put in the time Mm -hmm. and effort to make all the art on the cards because, like, I can't talk about it because I've never noticed that it's there because it could be nice but I've never acknowledge that there's anything yeah. besides like this is i can get a brown gem from this card if i spend two red gems and two white gems i think I've that's noticed, all i've gotten from i it. think i've noticed the level three the like highest level cards have pictures of nice buildings or something on them i think i vaguely have like looked at those and i remember sean bean card and that's it i don't think i've ever looked at any of the other cards yep. certainly <laughs> the level one cards i like trying to picture them in my head i'm like i don't know <laughs> nothing yeah no i just pulled one out of the box today i was like oh Huh, that is a mine. <laughs> Would you look at that? I'm just too too laser focused on the gems. Yeah, it's it's just getting gems to make more gems. That's all it is. And to yep. maybe buy a person. And clacking <laughs> you your don't chips. Buy a person or something. Yeah. <laughs> don't you buy a person? You do you do buy a lord or a lady, essentially. I yes. think that you just impress them with your riches and they need to make your acquaintance. Bribing them is what I guess I thought you were doing. I don't know, because you don't actually, like, spend any gems. You don't spend any gems on them. You just have to have them. That's true. Hmm. You're just, like, showing. So you just, yeah, you just need to be rich enough to matter at Mm -hmm. court. That could be it. Okay, so the game comes with five different colors of gems, which are in little, like, poker chip form. God, they're so fun. And they're they're really nice chips. Like, they just feel nice. They can become very obnoxious if you play with someone who's just constantly clacking them, of which sometimes I am one of those people. (laughs) So anyway, on your turn, you can either take gems, which would be one of each of three different colors, or two of one color, provided that the minimum requirement is still there. You can use the gems to buy cards, which have more gems on them, or you can reserve cards. 
either just because you want it later or because like to fuck the other guy who clearly wants that one. Mm -hmm. And reserving a card also gets you a shiny gold uh, wild token, which Mm -hmm. they call Joker cards also. And sometimes you reserve it just to get the wild token. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're like playing with, with like a fucking hoarder. And they're like, don't mind me and all six of the blue gems over here. It's like, you son of a bitch, I need a freaking sapphire or whatever that shit. And you need that. Mm -hmm. You need that. Yeah, so the whole plot of the game is really just to get gems to help you buy cards. And then the cards have more gems on them. And you get more gems and more gems and more gems until you eventually become the king of gem town. And (laughs) swim around in your little Scrooge McDuck swimming pool of gems and hopefully win. It can get a little snowball-y if you're... Going into gems and gems and gems and gems and gems, but it is very, very satisfying if it's you. And if it's your friend, then you kind of do that thing of like, do we have to play this to the end? (laughs) Sometimes I feel like I want to play it to more than like the 15 points just because like I've built such a good engine for getting gems that sometimes I'm just like, what if I just got all the things? I just need to keep running my gem machine. But it actually like, I think I have played it once by myself where it went longer than 15 and it got real boring because <laughs> once you've got a good enough gem machine it just like happens on its own yeah i suppose but i just want like one or two more turns so that's I always can, like, how it feels I'm see like, oh. the majesty of what i have created <laughs> yeah and if you're fancy enough um and have enough gems then you can attract the attention of those fancy nobles who want to come check you out and i think they're all meant to look like actual nobles and royalty from history times like, one of them definitely looks like Henry VIII and, like, Queen Elizabeth, and history people probably recognize the other ones, I assume. And then some of the cards you can get and the nobles all have points on them, so it's just the first of 15 wins. And that's the end! Hooray! Mm-hmm. The bits are really, I mean, cards, which we've discussed, and then the gems, the gemmy tokens, the very happy gemmy tokens. They're mostly satisfying because they're just, like, really nice chips i feel that come in there like they have like Mm -hmm. some heft to them and they just feel really good to play with although one of my friends said that they bought this copy their copy of the game like more recently than i did and theirs aren't as nice and i really that's weird i really feel for them because they're just like not not as good it's really important Uh, they're nice and like heavy they have like a weight to them that's really satisfying Mm -hmm. and like honestly like normally i i prefer gem tokens because they look more like gems and they make my little gremlin heart go bada boom bada boom but like for this i love the tokens because they just they clack and they're satisfying and they're heavy in Mm -hmm. your hand and you can tell how much i love them because we've been to gen con more than once and like vendors will have the like i mean they're not like real like rubies or whatever but they're like Mm -hmm. realistic looking gems and they'll put them in the freaking display case like with a light shining on them a little spinny stand so they really Mm -hmm. like glimmer and shine very gorgeous and i'm like oh look at those but the chips, I like yeah, I know. Maybe, like, they should make, maybe, like, a an in-between thing is maybe they should make the chips out of, like, a translucent plastic Ooh. of the color, and then they could be beautiful and, like, shiny, but also <laughs> maybe that would work. Or they can just make the gems giant. <laughs> how giant how big do you want your gems to be like have you ever like rolled one of those like novelty like three inch dice and like hear how like it like slams on the table yes. like yeah it's like loud <laughs> how would you fit that on your board game shelf um separate shelf for those you put your gems on display obviously like, yeah we have to go get gems like, a separate to be locked glass away. Case. yeah or um hidden wall safe 
<laughs> the base game comes with a really nice insert in it. It's like vacuum formed to fit all the tokens, which is really nice. But that does mean that there's a lot of wasted space in the box. Um, so there's some expansions that don't fit in there with the regular insert, but Meeple Realty makes a really nice one that fits everything into one box, which when you're low on uh, shelf real estate is very important. So speaking of the expansions, it's, I mean, it's just was released one time. It was called Cities of Splendor, but it's four mini expansions in one box. This includes the trading post, which just makes the game shorter, essentially, because you get different power-ups that are different ways to get points. There's the Orient, which has more cards that go out at once. So you have even more decisions to make, and there are new card abilities. Um, some will get you gold tokens or help you reserve nobles um, instead of just, like, impressing them. There's the Stronghold one, which I feel like I've only played, like, once, which must mean it's one of the ones that Patty thinks is stupid. But <laughs> it, it comes with these really cute little Stronghold castle type bits that you get to put on cards but a lot of it seems like just kind of extra like cock blocky and like getting in other people's way and i'm not about that i'm about that <laughs> <laughs> and then probably my personal favorite is the cities one which everyone gets a city which is essentially assigning every person their own individual win condition instead of just everyone working towards 15 points so it's just different combinations of points and gems. So your goal could be like to get two of every color gem plus 10 points or something like that. And it's more gooder, I think, for everyone to have their own thing. Yeah. Because then sometimes you can win without getting as many points. <laughs> <laughs> I've played a few of the ex the mini expansions and they're all pretty solid, I think, but not so different from the original game that I feel like overwhelmingly like I need to play them. Yeah, I still play regular Splendor a lot. Mm -hmm. The expansions are good if you're going to do like multiple Splendors in a row. It'll just help yeah, mix it I up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because it's just, it's just new stuff. I don't think it necessarily makes it better, but it doesn't necessarily yeah. make it worse either. So it just mm -hmm. kind of helps mix it up if you're playing a lot of Splendor, which why wouldn't you? Because Splendor is awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. I did um, at Gen Con one year, I did a Splendor tournament and it was when the four mini expansions came out. So we did four games and it was each game you played one of the expansions. So you would, you got to play in the end, like all four of the expansions. Actually, this is one of my gaming fails. I played all four. I won one game. And at the end, he's like, oh, so everyone, like the top, like 15 people, like it went by your overall points that you got, like get to have like these special promo cards. And he's like, basically, if you won one game, you get to have special promo cards. He's like, except one person and i was that one person who Aww. like even though i won one game my score was still low enough that i didn't get promo cards <laughs> but luckily there were two people who said that who are a couple who lived together who like took pity on me yeah. and like well, we live together so like we don't need like two <laughs> sets of promo cards so here you go and i was like thank you what nice people because i did so bad i don't get the special things yeah <laughs> Just, I felt real sad about myself afterwards. It's okay, Arizona. <laughs> You're not playing to win. No, yeah, not exactly. playing to win. I feel like especially when you go to your tournaments at Gen Con, you're not playing to win yes. all those games. Not playing Except to win. Except for um, Legendary. You always w you win a box at Legendary yeah. all the time. Oh, I was going to say, but you could win $10,000 playing Legendary, but we're not entering those ones, are we? No, that's like no. way too that's, That seems too here. intense. Yeah. yeah, did you win two boxes in one year? Yeah, I won two boxes in one year. That was exciting. What a hope. You just save yeah. up your winning for important. Important there you go. Wins. There you go. Maybe. I'll yeah, I'll pretend that that's what it is. 
Sure. Not that I crack under the least bit of pressure. (laughs) I have a question about this game, which is the, there's one token that I've argued with people about what color it is. And is it black or brown? It's poop brown. brown. It's black. (laughs) It's brown. It's black. (laughs) Plot wise, it's supposed to be black. I think they say, is it? Yeah, because what kind of gem is brown? Yeah, but like the picture is obviously brown. Oh, that's only because, like, black doesn't have enough, you know, like, refractiveness to make it look pretty on the page. Well, it's brown. It's brown and it's upsetting. It's it's brown. I want to fight you guys. It's black. (laughs) Please email us your response of whether or not you think that this token is I get so mad. Um, I always just call it the poop gem. Yeah, <laughs> made a blue and a green and a poop gem. It's black. It's supposed to be black. <laughs> I don't care if it's supposed to be black. It is brown. Ugh. I don't know if you plan to talk about the app at all, but I don't know if anyone else has played the app. I have. I haven't. Yeah. So mm-hmm. take it away. It's a lot of fun. Um, you can play it just like straight normal Splendor style, like where you have play with one to you know three other AIs. You can set their difficulty level and like their place. In like their play style, which is kind of weird. That's fun. And you can change, I think you can change how many points you play to as well, which I just keep at the standard 15 because I don't get crazy there. But you can also do like a solo mode, which is kind of like missions you go on in Splendor, which is weird. Yeah. I've only played the regular like versus the AI version of it, um, which is still fun. It's so fun. Except yeah. that you don't get to clack the gems, so it's like, no white is great yeah you don't i mean you don't get to touch the gems so that's obviously sad but it is a good app i haven't played it a long time but i used to really enjoy playing yeah it's called like challenges and you go to like different cities around the globe and then they have like different like wind conditions like oh in this one you need to collect like specific gems in a specific amount of turns or, like, you only have, like, three minutes to complete this or something like that. Or you can only use level one cards. And it's just kind of fun if you, like, are bored of playing normal Splendor or, like, or, or don't have the expansions or something like that. And you just want, like, a different way of playing Splendor. I find it a lot of fun. Another thing I like about the app, which I like about apps for all board games, is that it's so much quicker than playing the real game. Because <laughs> you don't have to set anything up. You don't have to set anything up, but you don't have to wait at other people if you're playing well, against, yeah. like, the, the computer. The AIs, like, can just take their turn instead of being like, hmm, oh, well, but, oh, but if I do that, then this, but, oh, no, look at that card. Yes. That's what I do. Exactly. But I, I do, I would recommend the app. I find it a lot of fun. I've played it a lot. I've done a lot of the challenges. Not all of them, because I got stuck on some of them, and I couldn't beat them, because they were too hard for me. So... <laughs> Which is, I guess, another selling point is that there's different difficulty levels in the challenges. Yes. <laughs> well, does anybody have a favorite part of Splendor? My favorite part is that uh, when we play this game, it's like complete focused silence falls over the yes. house until it's over. And it plays really fast and like it is a pretty casual game. But everyone is so busy, like, being, like, I need this gem so I can get this card so that I can, like, waterfall it into getting this card that, like, everyone is so busy thinking about their moves ahead that, like, no one talks. (laughs) I have important gem-related decisions to make, and I don't have time for anybody else's bullshit. It's weird. Like, normally you play a game and, like... There's some chatter even when th- people are, like, thinking about yeah. stuff because, like, there is space between your turns. But in this game, everyone is very, very hyper-focused on what they're going to do. 
I like touching the gem tiles and clanking them <laughs> together and holding them in my hand. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite part. I think next time I play, I'm going to look at the art so I can try to appreciate it because now I feel bad that I've I never like acknowledged should, it yeah. before. Clacking the tokens is simultaneously my favorite part and my least favorite part because I love to do it. <laughs> I hate when everyone else does it. Yeah, I just because Patty can't stop. <laughs> Patty's a problem. I've played with him before, and he's just his hands are constantly clacking that, mm-hmm. clacking those gems. Sometimes I just need that silence of gem contemplation, and I'm just here, clack, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just do it myself, and you know, whatever. So I guess that brings us to Century Golem Edition. Woo! The best edition. The best edition. It really is. By Plan B Games. It's two to five players, 30 to 45 minutes. I read the little flavor text about this, which you're collecting soul crystals to make golems. That makes sense because all the little golems do have like gems on on them. Oh, yeah. So that's like what brings them to life. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Crash. So the crystals you come with, and this one comes with like crystal bits. I guess, like in course. Gem, ge- little gems. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, little gems. They're yellow, green, turquoise, and magenta. Um, and you collect them to purchase or to make the golems. On your turn, you can do, you can either play a card from your hand, acquire a merchant card, rest, which is take all your previously played cards back into your hand, or claim a golem card. And what's really nice about this game, if you don't like real out rules, the rules are one double-sided page. Part of that includes pictures of the setup and, like, the credits. So <laughs> it's very quick and easy to learn yeah. this game. This was the very first game I ever bought at Gen Con. Aww. Aww. Both of our firsts were gem-related games, Kate. Oh, that's cute. And so I actually learned how to play it. I mean, both from a demo and from reading the rules. But then I loved the game so much when I came back, I had to teach it to everyone else. So I could, like, teach this game in my sleep for a while. Like, <laughs> and you know me. That means it's easy. <laughs> it is. Cause but yeah, I just had to teach everyone to play it because that's all I wanted to do. Well, and it's nice because, like, you the cards, the cards themselves have powers that are, like, turn one gem into a more powerful gem or multiple gems into multiple other types of gems. Because to make the, go- the golems, you're going to need a certain number of different colored gems. Mm-hmm. And so... The cards that you either, that you are going to be acquiring, you're going to be playing, it's all about getting more gems or changing those gems into different colored gems. And that's the whole point of the game is just to get gems yeah, to make different gems so that you can get golems. Um, It's really that simple. And it comes with, this game comes with metal coins also, which I had to check because I wasn't sure if Certainly the metal, metal coins, coins yeah. were like an upgrade or if they actually came with it, but it comes with those yeah, metal coins. Yeah, it's nice. Which is nice. And it comes with the, the nice gem pieces and it comes with a tray to hold the gem pieces. So it's like four separate containers that all kind of come together so that they fit in the box nicely. I love those which is so very much. satisfying. Cause they're so cute in the box, but then you just pull them all out to play mm-hmm. so you don't have to like be scooping gems. I know. I mean, so I will nice. anyway, just look for fun. I'll just dump them in my hand, but like it's easy to put away. It is. And it also, um, you can buy a playmat upgrade. So you can, like, instead of just laying the cards on the table, yeah, there's a nice playmat. I kind of like the on. idea of having the playmat. I don't have it, but it's not, like, necessary. But, you know, I have it. I love it. I'll never go back. Oh, Kate. I was going to say, like, it's not necessary, but Kate has it. And yeah. I played Kate's version. <laughs> it just feels and it's nice. Really nice. It just feels nice to have. The thing about this game is that these golems are just so. Oh, they're. So cute. cute. Like, 
Oh my god. So They really the, pull at my heartstrings. The yeah. art is so great. And they do everything. So I had to relook <laughs> at them. So they have jobs like they can be a beekeeper. They can be a, a grape smasher. Aww. They can... They can be a firefighter. You there's look like one. you're gonna cry right I now about know. how heartwarming you think these are. There's one are. that's just walking behind a farmer and just carrying two cows, like a oh. cow in each hand. Oh. <laughs> one's a sheepdog. It's a dog and it's hurting a bunch of sheep. Yeah. And one's really cute. There's one that's an anchor, so it's just sitting at the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> just with a rope up to two ships. So. I love, I love the anchor one because it's holding the ropes to the ship, and it looks like a little baby, like with balloons. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> so, he looks really happy about being an anchor. And there's one that's a playground, so like, he's just playground equipment. So like, you know, you could built very cute. You could have built a structure for this, but like instead, like of building like a separate building, you just build a golem. And made him be a playground. <laughs> like, the ones that have jobs, like, you built them and made them, like, move to do these things. Yeah. But, like, other ones are just, like... The ones, they are, like... Property. You didn't need to make a golem for this because it was actually more work than just building a, <laughs> a, a non-moving structure. Yeah. But maybe the golem, like, babysits while, so then you don't oh, have to have an adult yeah. supervisor, right? That's true. It's so hard not to love, like, anchor, every single golem. anchor probably doesn't need to be a living creature, right? He probably doesn't! But that anchor golem, he is so He's doing happy. his job, and he's doing he's a good job! He loves it. He loves his job, being an anchor and sitting at the bottom of the ocean. But it just, the art is so good, and, like, I don't know how, how else to say other than they're just so freaking cute. And I love looking at each one. Every time, like, I get so happy that I acquire one, I'm like, look at this one that I got. At the end of the game, I always show everybody which golems Mm -hmm. I got. I'm like, I got this guy and this one and these ones. They do this and this and this. I knew we were going to be talking about this game, so I went through my copy to try to pick out, like, my favorite golem. Mm -hmm. And I, like, narrowed it down to only half of the stack. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's like, oh, there's a good golem over there. Oh, now look at that golem. That's a good golem right there. Because <laughs> they're, they're all good, good golems, Bront. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to pick out a favorite. I sometimes feel like I might be annoying people because, like, when I get them, I when, I purchase, when I purchase it for the first time, I have to show everyone, like, look at this good golem I got. Look at him, you know, doing his, like, he's helping pick wood. He's a lumberjack golem. But then at the end of the game, I have to show, like, yeah, look at these golems. Like, remember this one? He's a lumberjack. Like, you have to look at him again. And I want you to acknowledge him. Like, I can't just, like, please tell him he's a good boy. (laughs) Tell him that he's doing a good job. (laughs) There's other versions of, so this is Century Golem Edition. There's also Century Spice Road, which plays exactly the same way in terms of, like, buying, you have spices, and then you're, like, buying things with your spices. It's cubes. Yeah, but it's cubes and there aren't golems. And I don't know what the art is. The art is like merchants and like stalls in a bazaar. Okay. Um, And it's, I gotta say, it's just not anywhere near as good. Like, it hurts to say that because it's like, it's the same game, but like golem edition is like a million times better because the art and the gems. I was like, I was maybe a little bit too mean to one of like one of the friends who has Century Spice Road, and I was like, "Why the hell do you have Century Spice Road? Don't you know Golem Edition exists? I know. You get gems, and there's golems, and they're so cute. Like, why would you even bother with this other edition?" And yeah, that's maybe a little mean. maybe a little yeah, mean. but like I couldn't help it. I mean, if we flash back to my very first Gen Con TM, it was like 
Thursday morning, right? That's the first morning, like Thursday yeah. morning, 15 minutes after we had gotten there. This was like the first game that we sat down to demo at all of Gen Con, but we played the Spice Road one. And so we played it and I was like, I really liked that a lot, but I've been at Gen Can't Con for 20 minutes, so I probably shouldn't buy a game already. I'm like, okay, let's leave. <laughs> so we're walking through and we're just like, oh, wait, excuse me. What is this thing with the gems? We're like, oh, it's the exact same, just like with gems. And I was like, I'll take one, please sign it, and I'll take the play mat upgrade as well. Here's my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it makes a world of difference. I forgot that, like, when we went, you bought this game, and I was like, okay, well, Kate bought it, so, like, I don't need to buy it, because I'll get to play it with Kate, and, like, I have to save my money for other games, because at Gen Con, I just go, I just lose my mind. And then when we left Gen Con, I was like, why didn't I buy Golem? Why didn't I buy it? Like, I was so mad at myself. I was like, I don't see Kate often enough, and I want to play this game. <laughs> Tragedies. And then I did buy it, so. <laughs> yeah. um, there's also Century Golem Edition Eastern Mountains, which is a game in itself, but apparently you can combine it with Century Golem Edition. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you demoed Eastern Mountains at all. I demoed about Eastern Mountain Spice Edition or whatever. Same. Gen Con. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think well, it was pretty good, but I don't remember it too well because I think it was definitely more complicated than regular Century. So mm-hmm. at the time, they didn't have the Golem Edition of Eastern Mountains. And so we demoed the Spice Road version, but I was like, well, obviously I'm not going to buy this because I have Golem Edition of, of course, I want Golem Edition of the other thing and they at the time said they weren't going to make golem edition but i was like that sounds like a lie and it is a lie (laughs) so it was harder you've got like a map with hexagonal spaces um and each one has like some cubes if you're playing spice or probably some gems if you're playing golems on it and um you like hop you have like a ship i think and you hop from port to port and you like pick up the gems and then you also get to do an action of some sort that helps you upgrade the gems. It was definitely more complicated and I didn't play it like in conjunction with the regular game, which you can do, I've heard. It was good. I like it. I just don't own it, so I don't know well enough how it plays to speak like more. Since they came out with the Golem Edition, I'm not sure why I don't own it. I think I, I don't just, think they had I don't think they had the Golem edition to like try last time we went to a convention. I just so I, I just feel like didn't. they maybe had it at Gen Con last year, but at that point my suitcase was already full of games or something. <laughs> 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 the trouble with flying to Gen Con. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I should probably look for that for more, more gemmy goodness. Yeah. I mean, what if they have new pictures of Golem? Oh god, yeah. what if they do? <laughs> I mean, Golems can do anything and everything. Yeah. They're just such a great resource to humanity. <laughs> I love them. That's all I have to say is I love them. I do love so, them. So, obviously, my favorite part about this game is just looking at the golems. I don't... Does anyone have a different favorite part, I guess? My favorite part is specifically the windmill golem. Oh, because he has so the happiest little cute. face, but also his sitting position. He's kind of like squatting down. He kind of looks like he's just having a real good poop. And it's really happy. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> but he's like so happy about it. <laughs> yeah. I, no, my favorite part is getting cute golems. Sometimes I'll bypass the golem that's like worth more points because a different golem that I can afford is cuter. <laughs> yeah. Need 16 points for eight points. I can have this ice cream man. Golem. I, sometimes that's just the sacrifice you have to make because golems are so cute. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Should we touch on bling bling gemstone? 
Yeah, let's yes. have Bling Bling Gemstone. Bling Bling Gemstone is my favorite game that I don't own because <laughs> I know several people who own it and every single time I'm at any one of their houses, it's like, hey, so like, have you considered Bling Bling Gemstone? And they're like, Kate, it's 5 p.m. We should save that for the later in the evening when people have been drinking. I'm like, or we can play it now. Now Bling Bling Gemstone. <laughs> it's a good game. <laughs> it was my first gem-related game. <laughs> So this re-implemented a game that was called Talk Talk Woodman, which was later known as Click Clack Lumberjack, which was about <laughs> chopping down trees. But this one is way better because gems. Yeah. So you just make a big mm-hmm. old stack of gems and try to hit them with a pickaxe. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I don't yeah. I don't yeah. know why you would want anything else from it. But you just hit gems with a pickaxe. So it's like a cog and like the gems slide into like little slots in the slide. Mm-hmm. So like with the pickaxe, like the idea is like if you, cause if you like, move straight, it enough, one will fall off. Yeah. If you it's move like, like a clog to the side, a cog to the side, like one of the gems will kind of slide out. Yeah. So kind of like Jenga where you're kind of like yeah, it sliding does, bricks out. It like, does remind me a little bit of Jenga. Yeah. Except you're using the pickaxe and mm-hmm. you get to hit it twice. But like the thing is, is that if you knock over like the whole tower, then like you get negative points if you have like the actual cog pieces. Like, the core of the tower. The core of the tower. Yeah. And, like, the gems give you positive points. So knocking off, like, the core of the tower, like, isn't just inconvenient. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. The most worthwhile gem is worth three points, and that center disc, if you hit it off, is negative ten. So it'll just fuck your shit up. Yeah. You can, like, recover from one cog if everyone else sucks at the game, but you can't recover from, like, two. So you gotta... <laughs> you gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just can't control the power of your pickaxing, <laughs> though. And this game, as mentioned, is so much fun when you have maybe have had a few to drink <laughs> and you are not as aware of your own strength. Yeah. Because I usually... And actually, even if I haven't been drinking, I usually am not aware of my own strength. So I I go to hit it and it's like, I've actually gone to hit and I've been like, I didn't hit it. And they're like, that still counts as one of your swings. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I guess my death perception also is <laughs> fucked up. Well, sometimes you, re- sometimes you like get like a real wind up. And you're like, oh, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it. Like, oh, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't move. It didn't do anything. Or I go, and I'm like, I'm just going to hit it so gentle. And I knock down everything and it's all over the room. And it's just a giant disaster. And I'm like, I thought I just tapped it. I'm not good at this game. Yeah. I, I think I've played it sober and drunk and it plays well both ways. Possibly because I have no control over my own strength in either way. I mean, I, like, never really win at it, but the good thing is that it's so short. That it if plays you, in, like, five minutes yeah, or something. So if you yeah. have just, like, a real, like, sweeping whatever the opposite of a victory is, you can just demand a rematch. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you don't play this once. You play this, like, five times in a row. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I won zero of those five yeah. games. Like, it doesn't really okay, matter, maybe though. now I accept that I was not meant to win this. It's just, like, an inherently fun game because you get to hit the thing with the pickaxe. Yeah. And you get pretty gems. Mm-hmm. Yep. What more could yeah. you ask for? You could. Yeah. That's yeah. You could ask more. It's all and needs. that's why that's why the other versions of this game are not as good is because they don't have gems. Yeah. Like I think the fact that they give you like a little hatchet in the yeah. lumberjack ones are probably it's probably nice as nice as the pickaxe, but like it's 
pieces of wood instead of beautiful shiny gems. Yeah. Need the so shiny gems. So it's hard. Even though the name Click Clack Lumberjack is just super on point. Oh, I really like Click Clack Lumberjack mm-hmm. as a name. It's good. But I can't I can't get rid of the gems. No, the gems are important. Mm-hmm. It's all about them gems. <laughs> So let's sweep quickly through the big board of board games. This is our list of all the games we've talked about on this podcast. It's so big. I know. It's getting... So after Space Episode, the physical board for this is officially full. Um, <laughs> and, like, Christmas happened, so obviously I haven't, like, come up with any better ideas. So we're just moving on to this, you know, cool metaphysical big board of board games. <laughs> These numbers will be out in the ether for you to enjoy. Um, so yeah, this is just a list of all the games we played. People on BoardGameGeek.com can wait on how difficult they are on a scale of 1 to 5. And we're just putting them in that order on a list because why not? <laughs> so how do you guys feel about gemmy games? I'm going to go ahead and say that Bling Bling Gemstone is all the way at the bottom below all the other games that we've ever yes. played. <laughs> it's like we have... It isn't, though. What? What? <laughs> there's no... There's like nothing to it. It's their strategy. (laughs) Apparently swinging the pickaxe is just ever so slightly more difficult than yelling at your friends in space. Because it's at 1.09, just above Space Team's 1.08. Okay. Thus again proving that we do not always agree with our good fine friends at board games. I feel like the words in Space Team are harder for me to say. (laughs) Than it is for me to swing. No, I don't because okay. like a, a literal, <laughs> a literal baby could play Bling Bling Gemstone. You could play Bling Bling Gemstone with a toddler. Yeah. They don't even have to be able to speak yet, yeah. and I could play Bling Bling yeah. Gemstone with a kid. But okay. numbers don't lie. Okay, even fine. Maybe do. <laughs> I disagree, but like <laughs> fine. Um. Okay. So quartz, quartz. God, I have no idea. Mm. Do we have anything else push your lucky on here that might... No, not really. Mm. I'm going to put quartz uh-huh. around... Can't be, we have campy creatures at a 1.45 and Takedo at a 1.76. You know, I'm going to put quartz right in that gap. I think I want to put it above Takedo. But yeah, so like 1.77. No, everybody else voted that one really low, 1.25. Oh, so low. It's a little bit harder to mine than it is to collect kitties, but not as hard as uh, pointing a gun at your... (laughs) At your friends? (laughs) Yeah, at your friends. That's the next step after <laughs> after the dwarves are get real angry in the mines. <laughs> yeah, instead of cash and guns, there can be gems in axes. <laughs> so, splendor? Splendor. Splendor's not super hard, but I maybe... I'm going to put it back in my spot that I had before, my between... Takedo and campy creatures. Not as hard as vacationing, but harder than just collecting civilians to test on, or whatever the campy creatures <laughs> point was. Sorry, so the, what are they called? Peasants? Mortals? <laughs> mortals. 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 <laughs> um, I think I want to say below Parks, which is at a 2.0, but above Grifters at 1.78. Spot on. Yeah! 1.81 for Splendor. Which leads us with just Century Golem. That one I feel like it's a little bit... It's not like hard. God, I don't know. I'm so bad at this. I feel like I'm getting worse at this as the podcast well, goes on. because the, I'm like, the gaps are getting smaller. 
Yeah, but I really just have to pick like a number one through five. Okay, essentially, pick a number but, one like, through five. Right for now, golems. <laughs> it's but the problem is that it's obviously somewhere between like a two and a one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think it's almost between... all the games are between a two and a one. <laughs> I think it's between a one point five and a two. Mm, I think it's. I'm gonna say one point seven six. <laughs> 1.63, putting it right in between Campy Creatures and Takedo. Oh, God. <laughs> Should have guessed that spot again. That was my spot. You were so close. I should have I mean, what did it for the game. You say between 1.5 and 2. two? Yes. So, like, you got it. You did. You were, it. You were right yeah. there. It was just like that compared to everything else, that's a big space. Yeah. <laughs> so, the hardest one was Splendor? Yep, hardest one is Splendor. Which I feel like all of these, it's like a little hard to rank them because a lot of them have pretty simple rules, but you can think about them more strategy-wise. I mean, other than Bling Bling Gemstone, but... Yes. Yeah. There's no strategy in Bling Bling Gemstone. <laughs> but there could be skill. Like, dexterous There could be, there could be skill. physical skill. I will give yeah. you that. So that's how but I strategy. earned those point zero nine not, points. Not strategy. Yeah. Splendor, I will say, I think does have some actual strategy to it. Like, I feel like I spend... Or yeah. at least I spend a lot of time trying to think. Yeah, I mean, I think Splendor... Of of these games, Splendor and Golem are definitely the two that have more strategy. Yeah, Golems, yeah. you have to pick up mm-hmm. uh, like specific cards that can help you. Mm-hmm. And but in general, these gem games are light. Yeah, and I they're definitely on the lighter I like side them that way. <laughs> they're all under a two on the on the list, and yeah. they all do feel lighter. Just good because mm-hmm. that means I just want to play them again and again and again and again and again. Yeah, for more mm-hmm. gems, and most importantly. They all have gems. <laughs> Most of them have beautiful, shiny gems. <laughs> all right. So this is the end of the show wrap up section where I would normally ask a wonderful conversation starting question, but I couldn't think of one. So instead, hold on to your butts. I've decided that you guys need to do this BuzzFeed quiz. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) These eight questions will reveal which gemstone represents your personality. Are you a gem or a diamond in the rough? (laughs) So I don't know if you guys want to hive mind this or do it one at a time. Let's do it together. Okay. I uh, didn't look at this very closely and the first two questions are photo questions, so I'm going to describe them to you. Wait, I pulled it up too. Okay. Um, choose a scenic view. The first one oh. is like a sandy beach. The second one is a lush jungle. The third one is a woodland lake. And then there's like a nice mountain vista. And then a city. And then another sandy beach. But that one has a palm tree in it. So it's more tropical. I think I'm just, I'm going to do this just for me instead of together because. I want to know which gem I specifically am, <laughs> not what gem we are as a unit. I was wrong. I thought that it would be acceptable, but I I can't. I can't share my gems. Yeah. I can't share my gems, Kate. Kate, can we all do it real quick and tell us what we got? Do I need to tell you all the things I'm choosing for my no, pictures? No, we'll just share it at the end. Okay, okay, okay. Do you do you have this on your own phone or do I need to read oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we found well, it. <laughs> I will read the questions aloud for the listeners at home. Then there is choose a sky. They're just the sky. There's a a lighter sky, a bluer sky. (laughs) (laughs) We'll call it sunrise, sunset, later sunset, blue and cloudy, Milky Way, and thunder supreme. 
Choose a date night activity. A gig? Seeing a movie? Going for a walk? Going to a party? Going to a street market? Or going to a life drawing class? That sounds awkward. Spoiler alert, I didn't pick that one. (laughs) Choose a nice problem to have. Having too many friends wanting to see you and hang out. Having to choose between two incredible job offers. These are just made-up fantasy situations. (laughs) Not being sure what to invest 10,000 pounds into. Oh, this is a British quiz. Having to choose between two very beautiful and very different homes to buy. Having two wonderful people ask you out on a first date for the same night and having to choose one. Or traveling to amazing, far-fung places. A lot. And feeling tired because of it. Choose a tropical fruit. Why not? Papaya, watermelon, jackfruit, banana, passion fruit, and coconut. Like, don't watermelons grow in, like, Watermelons grow in America. (laughs) But but whatever. (laughs) Like, in Minnesota. (laughs) Choose a flavor of ice cream. Vanilla, strawberry, chocolate, mint, pistachio, or blueberry. Choose a landmark to visit. The Eiffel Tower, the Great Pyramids of Giza, the Colosseum, Sydney Opera House, the Forbidden City, and St. Basil's Cathedral. Lastly, a talent to have. Being musically gifted, being an amazing painter, being able to pick up languages very quickly, being an amazing dancer, being great at a sport, and being a mathematical genius. Does everyone have a gem? Yes, I have a gem. I have a gem. What gem are you, Sarah? I have turquoise. I'm an explorer and adventurer by nature. I tend to feel confined if I stay in one place for too long and always want change. I'm confident and love taking risks and betting on myself, which pays off pretty much all the time. (laughs) That makes me sound very cool. (laughs) I actually... Sarah, I also got turquoise. (laughs) (laughs) I got fluorite. You enjoy the small things in life. Good food great company, and beautiful places. You're naturally positive and always look for the good in others and in situations. <laughs> you aim to make everything better than how it was when you found it. <laughs> you feel like that fits you? I feel like it's nice. Isn't that the ideal? Okay, well, be positive. Arizona's yeah. gonna go be positive and clean up the earth or whatever, and Sarah and I can go, I don't know, open up a shop in, like, touristy Arizona. Yeah, that's true. Turquoise isn't, like, it's not even a gem. It's a rock, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I'll gems are rocks but i don't know what the criteria is exactly to be a gem over like a precious stone oh, or something maybe i should and have I done a more turquoise. educational quiz maybe i but i think that i don't think turquoise is technically a gem but i liked the description of it so i'm pleased <laughs> i liked being fluoride well, i'm very nice. happy for you <laughs> made Sounds me sound like, like, like a good person it makes you sound like something you brush your teeth with <laughs> no i can't i wrote it as fluoride at first i was like wait a second <laughs> but i was like you're an idiot it's fluoride <laughs> well everybody else go online and take that quiz and email yeah, us your results <laughs> not playing to win at gmail.com because we all want to know what other gems exist please oh patty just texted me thanks for sharing the link Arizona. <laughs> Patty is rose quartz. You hear this live on the show. <laughs> um, so yeah, everybody else hit us up with your results. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NotPlayingToWin. I mean, seriously, it's just Instagram. Do that one, please. Our blog is NotPlayingToWin.wordpress.com. I've been falling a little bit behind on that one because I have a busy life, but it's not dead. There's going to be stuff. So bookmark it or whatever. 
And same with our subreddit, are not playing to win. Show us your memes. You guys memes, got any memes. other stuffs? No. No. All right. Go play games. Go play games. Go stick your hand in that bag of gemstones and experience what true happiness is. <laughs> Maybe stick an edible. What is it? What did you say? An edible gemstone in your mouth? A suckable. <laughs> Go put a suckable object in your mouth. <laughs> For sure. For, preferably gem shaped. <laughs> 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 Not playing to win. <laughs>